This podcast features detailed descriptions of real dead bodies. Listener discretion is advised. I'm Christine Levine, and you're listening to Found Dead. My name is Bingo. I found a body, and it was my good, good friend. The only word that I can really gather is gun. And now I'm standing in his mother's pee. He was super dead. My name is Chad, and I just helped her clean up. Today's episode, The Body Next Door. If you haven't listened to the first part of Bingo's story, pause this episode and go to episode nine and listen to that first one. If you just need a refresher, here we go. Derek and Amy, nowhere man and a whiskey girl, were friends of ours in Bisbee. Amy got sick and passed away, and Derek joined her shortly after. All the while, my friend Bingo Bingaman was right there, and she was right there with Derek when he got home from the hospital where Amy passed away. Derek was like, Bingo, he went into another how much he loved me type situation. Uh-huh. Are you guys drinking at this point? Is there... No, he brought no. over two or three beers. That's he it? finished all of them, but he didn't have any more than that. And no, we were not drunk. Wow. Okay. We were drinking. We were not drunk. Mm-hmm. But then when he was getting ready to leave, he was like fucking with me a little bit. He's like, Bingo, I know you're fucking shit house for a cook. But he's like, <laughs> he went into the, I love you so much and how much he loved me. He's like, let me make sure you have something to eat. I'm like, you're right. I, I can't cook. <laughs> okay, and I'm like, I'm like, let's look in the fridge. I don't know what to do. Yeah. And um, he found tater tots that Santa had left. Perfect. So... He was going to make me tater tots, and instead of a handful, he cooked the whole motherfucking bag of tater tots, stayed with me until they were done, made sure the tater tots were done, handed me the tater tots, tucked me in on the couch, made sure I was okay, and we had, me and Derek, made plans together. Um, The next day, we were actually going to take Stanhope up on the offer to take a plane trip, go out on the road so we could leave the chaos behind. So me and Derek were going to get on a plane and hit um, East Coast with Stamp and Shaley. Yeah, so he, he made plans. Yeah, with me, yeah. I don't know why, but that just like... Uh, yeah, we were we were, uh, we were going to get ready. Stamp offered and we together took. We okay. Were, we were going to do it, yeah. And then what happened? I woke up to a shrieking woman in my yard. And uh, I mean, and I'm just on the couch by myself and she's just shrieking, bingo, bingo. And I'm freaking out and I don't know who it is. I don't know what's happening. I run outside and I see that it's Derek's mom and I'm just trying to, I, I don't know what's going on, and I, I don't know how to help. I don't know what to do quite yet. And the only word that I can really gather out of the screaming is gun. Oh, shit. That's the only word that I can get. I have no idea what the fuck is happening. She's peeing outside, and I help her inside, and she's peeing all the way. And I help her to the wall, 
She's saying, Derek, I know Derek. I know Gun. I know I need to go there. Right. I don't know what has happened. She's hysterical, though. She's hysterical. Right. In my head, the only thing I'm thinking is, um, I took care of someone with cerebral palsy. I did CPR training one time. Mm-hmm. Maybe I could help him figure it out. Oh, my God. So I'm thinking I could maybe save him. So... We're leaning down and sliding down the wall. I get her water and I tell her to stay here. I will figure it out. Mm-hmm. So I give her water and she's in a puddle of trail of pee. This is nuts to me though. Bingo at this point is the only adult that's in, in the control. <laughs> and the the worst Bingo's like, person. I got this. <laughs> so I have no shoes. I'm in my striped socks and I'm running down. I know Derek Gunn, so I know this is something is scary. I'm scared. I'm I'm fucking terrified. Right, but you rise to the occasion. You I go. Did. You didn't crap out and call somebody else or I did, but went. my body is crapping out because I'm literally I'm She's I'm peeing not all walking. over the place. She was peeing too, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm 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 not walking. I'm running down there. I go through our sneaky door. Yeah. I'm running down there, and my legs literally are not walking. They're giving out. I'm so scared of nothing. I don't know what I'm about to see. I have no idea because I couldn't get any information. That I have no idea what's about to happen. So, so my legs are, I'm crumbling and falling over. So I'm barely come crawling trying to get in the house and I go up the front steps yeah and and I'm thinking I'm gonna see him laying down or some feet or anywhere I, I don't know right so I go in to the house and I think for some reason in my head he's in the kitchen so I I'm terrified and I'm like oh my god and I tiptoe um, my legs are barely working. I tiptoe in the kitchen. I mean, he's not in the kitchen. Okay, where the fuck is he? <laughs> you like? Is it like? Is he gonna come out? Boo! I don't know why. That's crazy. I mean, I don't. Yeah. I've never really seen a gun before. I don't know what's happening. Right. <laughs> so I look in the bathroom, and then I look in the bedroom, and he's laying on the bed, but he's backwards. Everything's fucked up. He's backwards on the bed, but he's fine. He's fine. He's like, I see that there's a tiny little dot mm-hmm. on his side of his head, but it's just a dot. And I don't know. I, I mean, I'm not, a, this is accurate. I know. But so I don't know what's happening, but he is okay, I think. Right. And then I tiptoe in and I'm standing on the next, the side of the bed. And now I'm standing in his mother's pee because she was there. I'm standing on a pile of pee. I'm looking at one of my dearest goddamn friends. His eyes are looking at me. They're open. Yeah. Blood is drooling down from his mouth. And what I saw, that little dot, was just a dot. But on the other side, the brains were fucking flowing out of his head. 
flowing out of his fucking head. And if, when you get in the room, there's shit all over the fucking room. Whoa. You know, there's clean, there's, I needed a cleanup crew real quick. <gasps> Chad Shank, I did I needed your number on quick dial <laughs> for fuck's sake. You know, it was a fucking mess. And there was, you know, you could tell, I didn't know anything, but there's blood in front of him on the window and the windowsill. So I thought, what was he sitting? Well, I didn't know. He was backwards on the bed. Right. You know, where the pillows usually are. And your feet are here. Yeah. I mean, he's facing up, of course. Yeah. He was backwards. Why the fuck did he do that? Did he not want the bullet to go out that way and hit the neighbors? I don't know. But I was thinking of all these fucking things that a retard like me should not be thinking about. <laughs> And the bullet went through. Well, why would he do it like that? I was standing in my socks, striped socks and piss. And I'm like, what the fuck? So I call up, stand up. And he's asked me if I've called 911. I'm like, no, I'm calling you because you're my 911. Right. Yeah. You are my 911. What am I supposed to do here? Oh, God, it was a mess. And what's an EMT's going to do? Anyway, at this point, like, why would you call 911? Oh, he was definitely dead. He was gone. He was um, super dead. We'll be right back. Hi, Christine here. I just wanted to come in and say that if you have been enjoying our show, we'd love it if you would go to your podcast app of choice and leave us a five-star review and share our episodes on social media. It'll help new people find our show so that we can keep bringing you great stories of finding dead bodies. It's just the way everyone wants to start their Friday morning. And now back to the show. So you and Derek had this lovely night together mm -hmm. and then you say good night. He goes home and then you're woken up with an old lady screaming. I assume that's his mom. Man, ask me why she was there and why, why was she there? She might have been on Facebook. Oh, <laughs> and right. she might have saw Stanhope write on Amy's Facebook that hey, I might be dead. And she yeah. might have checked up with Derek to see if Amy was dead and found Derek dead to see if Amy was dead and found herself peeing on my porch. Oh, that, that might have happened. That makes sense. Yeah. So no one even told mom. No. Holy shit. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. All right. So you, then you find Eric. I call Stanhope. And then um, he says very calmly, did you call 911? I said, well, no, no. Right. No. What the fuck? I'll call you. And so he said, you might want to hang up on me and call 911. So I did do that. I did. Okay. I did everything that I could do. Um, so I got the ball rolling myself. And that what was that 911 call like? You well, you know what? It was very interesting. I don't know that anybody knows this. I don't know if I've said this. Someone kind of fucked up on the other end of the line because I was not totally sound but i was like um my neighbor my friend killed himself norman and a whiskey girl and he said norman derek i said yes and they said what and so they knew who he was by that oh and he, they knew who he was 
and they freaked out. So first responders come. Yep. Where are you? Did you stay in the room with Derek or did you go back out to his I mom? Did, did you I go did. change your socks? Yeah. I did Glad go back up to check on Derek's mom. Mm-hmm. I tried to make everything as comfortable as it could be for her. Right. That she would not go back down until anybody that could help me down there. Because I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. I'm a mental retard trying to be in charge here. Okay, it was a problem. But I tried to give her so many waters and just be comfortable and everything and then try to make... Chamomile. I'm just picturing Bingo just offering her water (laughs) repeatedly. She had a whole case of water. water. One after another. You want another water? There's cottage cheese and tomato sauce. (laughs) I like it. No wonder this lady keeps peeing all over. Does okay, make so you feel better? Real. But but when when I went oh, back God. down, I, I really tried to be boss. I did try to be boss. And I told her to stay in my house uh-huh. and I would take care of things. And so I called all of Amy's family that I could figure out to call on my phone because I was so close to Amy. I had her sister's number. I tried my very best. You did a good job. But I did get a hold of someone in the family and mom stayed up at our house and the police came and helped me out a little bit. And yeah. The police were first? Um, police were, were first. Yeah. It was a, it was a They're whole, right up the street. It was a whole scene, the police, the fire, mm-hmm. and the whole everything. And then did the, do they take the body away first? No, they, well, they had to analyze things. Make sure it wasn't a murder. Okay. So, Amy had her fucking shit, man. She was sick. They were, they had some plants in their closet in the bedroom that he shot himself in. Uh-huh. And... Before it was legal, they had their plants there. I was in the fucking room, and a certain authority person, let's just put it that way, okay. said, why don't you shut those curtains and take care of that without me knowing about it? Obviously. Oh, right. It. Yeah. And then he just walked out of the room. And how about we just say that? That was very cool. That's great. Yeah. That's someone like cops. Yeah. <laughs> so no, it was so, someone lending a, some, someone being very cool. I, I do remember the other thing. After they took the body, the bedroom was a goddamn mess. Really? And I am like, I'm not, I'm really not good at this anyway. I mean, I'm, I'm a disaster and I'm never good at this anyway. And I ran out as the cop car was driving away. And I said, I'm screaming, help, 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 help. Mm -hmm. And I just got the guy on the way out as he's driving up. And I'm like, what is my option here? What? I I mean, there's blood and brains. And I don't know what to do here. Yeah. And he did say, I mean, he was tearing up. He did say... If this would have happened outside, the fire department could hose it down. But since it was inside, they cannot do anything about it. Right. So I'm like, wow, I'm fucked. Okay. Okay. So we just burned the house down then. (laughs) Great. That's what I would hear. My first call was to Doug Stanhope. Stanhope organized 
everything. Ste- He's the one that Stan organized Hope it. called me. He called you. From, oh, yeah. I didn't do it. I was freaked out. Stanham called me immediately from after Kabingo <laughs> called him and said, Bingo's calling 911. She just found Derek. And uh, you got to go over there and help her because she's the only one trying to. <laughs> <laughs> This is this, oh I'm not the one. I'm not I, like yeah. You did everything right, and you did all of the the right thing. Like you handled it really like a boss <laughs> until obviously you couldn't anymore, right? Yeah. How about we just say I tried really hard. You did a good but, job the whole time. But but really, what Stanhope recruited me for was because Bingo had already uh, ran everything and did a good job. I did, and she I was did actually family. do a really good. She job. had family coming over. And the she had come up against the problem of uh, I don't want Derek and Amy's family coming over and seeing, seeing that. this, mm-hmm. How, you know. And in a big city, you know, you would hire a mm-hmm. company to come in and do this for you. Well, they, Bisbee doesn't have it. That does not exist so, here. Stanhope and who called knows up, that? Uh, me and Joby, wow. and uh, Joby has had experience doing that before. No, twice, yeah, twice. <laughs> So Joby basically organized it, and, and uh, you know. So Joby knows, like, yeah, you got to put baking soda on that because it'll come right up. But if Joby, you know what, you can't use alcohol or rubbing alcohol. You've got to use hard. As Joby much knew, as that sounds Joby like knew, a joke, it's true as shit. Joby, he knows his shit. Joby knew things like you can't. You have to clean the entire wall, otherwise you're doing to have giant clean spots where you just cleaned the blood off. And it's going to look just as obvious as leaving the <laughs> For blood. Fucking real. He knows his jo- shit. Joby knew that we had to look at the ceiling because when you are still coughing blood, you cough blood straight up onto the ceiling and then ceiling uh, fan. Ceiling fan. Yeah. Oh my god! Um, yeah. Those details you're gonna grasp at if you're a family member. Right. You will. You just will. Yeah. And Joby knew that. I mean, mm-hmm. those so he, details uh, are huge. So he knew exactly what a, needed to be done. Yeah, yeah for yeah. sure. And I he and did. and I guess I was just the guy who was uh, all right with taking a mattress and stuff that was a bucket and a half full of brain soup oh. and throw it in the back of my pickup truck and took it over to the dump which i realized <laughs> right away while well, you were in line when i was in line is <laughs> not a dump it's uh, called a transfer station that is different and that's different from a dump uh-huh. because you pull up there and there's uh prisoners <laughs> That sort <laughs> through your shit. No. And recycle it, put it into different piles, and then it goes into the, you know. Oh my God. So pulling up there with a pickup truck full of murder scene. Yeah. So were the prisoners just like, oh, I got you, dude? Well, I turned around. <laughs> uh, I Chad Shane oh, no. turned around. Uh, There's uh, a fucking problem. I was like, this is not uh, going to go well. I, I can't I can't go through this line. Oh so I went over and Google searched how to get rid of it legally. Where do I legally uh, dispose of biohazard? So I, so I was just going to take it over and dump it in the desert. Right. I was yeah. like, well, I don't want to get caught doing that either. No. That's raises a lot of yeah, questions. Yeah, it's not going to look right. So then I realized that if you just put stuff in bags, in, in, you know, they're not going to sort through those bags. No. Just go to the garbage and then the mattress, whatever. So when you arrived on the scene, and so the body's gone. Derek's yes, gone. Had just taken the body. Had just taken him. 
And what describe, can you describe the mess to me? Like you guys are saying that there's a, a mess, but I mean, like, was it like real, like really bad? <laughs> You're really big mess. <laughs> On a scale of one to 10. It was pretty gross. I mean, oh my God. a tangle of, you know, my, you know, like bed sheets and stuff, but it was just all your brains leaked out of your head and you <laughs> caught in your bed sheets. Oh, the picture. Oh, oh, that okay. was our. What is that? Oh, no. <clears throat> you that, got it. You got it. That was our temporary solution uh, to uh, uh, for the bullet hole because we didn't want to. Uh, <laughs> we just found pictures around the house and moved it and hung them over the wall. <laughs> They're symbolic in the wrong. <laughs> doesn't doesn't look really great. It's much pictures all low like that. <laughs> just right there. Just <laughs> low. Oh, that's a weird was, spot. Hi, Christine here. I wanted to come in for a moment and thank all of our listeners who have left five-star reviews for our show on Apple Podcasts. Here's one that my producer gave me to read. What a great idea. Thank you. And who better to talk about finding dead bodies than a comedian? I love when Christine Levine is on my favorite podcast. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) She's so funny and entertaining. I swear I didn't write this myself. This podcast is going to be amazing. I look forward to hearing more episodes. Thanks, Christine. Ow! Shucks. <laughs> oh, God. What a better way. A comedian. And then, and then it's not funny. And then the podcast isn't funny. But they seem to enjoy it. Thank you so much to Chester Monroe for your review. You too can leave us a five-star review, and we just might read it on the air in a future episode. And now, back to the show. Obviously, that just sounds like a huge undertaking emotionally. But Bingo said something to me one time. I don't know if you remember this, but talk to me about your necklace. That's what I'm getting at. Yeah, because there's love there, too. There is love. There is love. There's also a freakishly, like, when you want to protect someone Mm -hmm. who's dead, (laughs) you don't want to protect. Right. They're dead, but you still have this way over protection and since they're dead the only thing you have to protect is a bullet hole that's it that's all you have Mm -hmm. um so i used to go back into the house and spend time with the bullet hole i'm not sure it was healthy or unhealthy it made no sense and one of our friends did is just a kind person and did something to cover it up. And I flipped out. I just flipped out in my own head uh-huh. because it was like my, I had to protect it. None of it made sense. And they were fucking with it. None of it made sense, but I had to protect Derek. Mm-hmm. This makes no sense. But at some point I had to relieve the whole situation. So I got our carpenter, friend and our carpenter we cut the bullet hole out together and i got the wall both sides and in between the drywall was a mesh kind of material as what is it linen linen yeah it's a mesh i i had never seen this before in my Mm -hmm. life because i don't know anything about it but it was in between the um the drywalls and i took that and cut it out 
and had glass placed between it. And so I wear on my neck the bullet hole. I have it on right now. And, you know, it's, it's for me, it's only for me because I was so ridiculously overprotective of my friend's bullet hole. What was I going to do with it? He's dead. Come on, bingo. I was yeah. so ridiculously overprotective of it. But I do feel pride when I wear it because to me, it's a little piece of something that's beautiful. And to see him dead with his brains blowing out his head and his eyes looking right at me in the bedroom. Yeah. And he did that for the love of his fucking wife, <laughs> Amy. Derek and Amy, nowhere man and a whiskey girl. That was the shit. That was the, the, the untouchable. I need to remember the beauty of what I saw because no shit seeing brains dripping out of someone's head is traumatic. No, I'm not kidding. That was about the Mm -hmm. fucked up. Oh my God. But if I remember the beauty of the why you can step in the next day, you can step in tomorrow, right? Mm -hmm. Let's do it. That is a nice perspective. That's a beautiful (laughs) perspective. There was like weird things that happened. Like one time the radio just came on, the stereo turned on, and it was Derek's CD. Shut up. Yeah. No. I'm like a lonely boy or something like that. It was my CD that he borrowed, and the song was I'm a Lonely Boy. Yes. Damn. That ah! was it. And it just turned on all yeah. by itself in the other room. I, while, and the and lights didn't work. Sound was like, I'm such a shitty landlord, the lights don't work. And then the stereo comes on with, I'm a lonely boy by itself. <laughs> all of us uh. looked at each other like, that doesn't mean shit. Like, none of us fucking <laughs> believe any. All of us are fucking cynical bastards and <laughs> don't believe any of that weird shit. But all right, we all agreed that that was fucking odd, right? <laughs> I am so glad that you guys were there for him. I mean, and they're there for both of them. It's a weird, oh, I mean, like bingo, like what you went through. Fuck. I'm sure he thought, I don't think that he would have done that to you on purpose. Well, Do you know he, what I mean? I figured it out. I, I know for 110% fact. It did not happen how he wanted it to. Mm-hmm. He did not want his mom to see Doug Stamp's Facebook and find him and come to me. He wanted me to find him. But knowing, knowing I was supposed to find him, knowing he believed in me, having a mental illness, being fucked up, knowing the love that we had, knowing oh, he no. knew that I could handle it, which I could and I did. Being me, I did, makes me feel stronger than I've ever felt before. I will stand up to that. I I fucking, he believed in me, Mm -hmm. and I was there. I did fucking deliver. I did. I really fucking did. I can't get a better ending than that. (laughs) It's just gorgeous. Oh, my God. We at Found Dead would like to dedicate this season to the memories of Nowhere Man and a Whiskey Girl, Derek and Amy. We love you. 
Found Dead is a Levine Entertainment production. It is hosted by me and produced and edited by Nora Williams. Our logo is by Nora Williams, based on a design by Chris Levine. Our theme music is Autumn Sunset by Jason Shaw. This episode also featured Serenity by Jason Shaw. The interview you heard today was edited for length and clarity. If you found someone dead and would like to tell your story, reach out to us through email at founddeadpod at gmail.com or on Facebook and Twitter or Instagram at founddeadpod. We'll be back soon for season two. Like, it sounds like a great night, you guys. Turn your phones off, Shaylee. <laughs> no, I get it. You want to listen to another podcast while... <laughs> I, don't, I don't blame you. <laughs> Snooze fest. <laughs> I've heard this before. <laughs>